Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Hello, Flyover Conservatives family. Welcome to another episode of the Flyover Conservative Show. I am your guest host, Colton. Usually it is my mom and dad sitting over here, uh, but today I am no longer producer Colton. I am host Colton. I am so excited to get to spend the next hour here with you guys. Man, we got a great show for you today and a heck of a lineup. Uh, I will say, though, it starts out with something uh, that I'm going to put a warning on. This is some intense material. I saw this as a Facebook post last week, and uh, it was shocking to me. I was so mad. I literally saw spots. Uh, must have been a blood pressure thing or something, but I was absolutely furious. Uh, and when I saw it, this this uh, lady's a friend of the show. The moment I saw it, I was like, we have to have her on to share this with the Flyover family, um, to go through this information. She was speaking in front of a city council. I'm going to show you the share the speech here in just a second. She was speaking in front of the city council, though, and just lit it up. She did such a great job sharing some information that will probably wake some people up here. Um, my wife, uh, we, we have a three-year-old daughter, a two-year-old son, and one on the way. And I just think about how easy it would be for them, my children, to be exposed to information uh, if my wife was not made aware of the content that's going to be in tonight's show. So I'm sharing this with you guys. Please share this with your friends. Please share this with their family. Same warning to them, though. Uh, This is information I wish I didn't have to share. This is information that even as I was preparing for the show, uh, I was doing a a, a projection over my mind that they would all just go away. Any thoughts, any pictures that I saw would not stick with me because they could be traumatizing. So I think it's important to see it, though, because this is what they are feeding into the minds of our children, and I think we need to look at this. So without further ado, here is a great speech from a friend of our show, Joey Limasaros. You guys opened the meeting with a prayer to God, yet govern like you don't answer to God. You've been elected by people in this room, yet you sit idly by like you don't answer to us at all. The sexually explicit, pornographic, and self-harming how-to books in the children's section of our public libraries, now two locations, is far beyond sex education. Obscenity is not protected free speech, and making obscene or harmful material available to minors is a crime under both federal and state laws. It's clear you don't understand the Constitution and have misinterpreted what freedom is. John Adams said our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It's wholly inadequate to govern any other. Porn is not protected by the First Amendment. Allowing kids to access information that harms them is not a basic right. In fact, it's illegal in every other sphere. The very same content handed to a child outside of the library walls would be a felony for the person handing it to them, and rightfully so. Our our library, this is one of 65 books I have at my house. Our library is basically a porn hub. Own it. A distributor of porn to minors at this point, and you are enabling it. When you ask the library where the porn section is for adults, they're quick to say, oh, one doesn't exist. But y'all have a pretty well curated one for the kids. Every, even our public schools require parents to opt their children in or out of sex ed and get community input when choosing curriculum. Facebook removes reports, flags, and censors images of these very books when we post them online. But the library defends the kids need access to these content, to this content. The books you are condoning are harmful to our children and include how-to instructions on, out of these books from the New Braunfels Library, cutting, self-harm, sticking a screwdriver in an outlet, standing in front of an oncoming train, starving yourself, prostitution, bullying, selling or trading sex for things, in the children's section, sex in public places, quote, gross, painful, scary, bloody, degrading sex, end quote, trying BDSM on pain pills, accessing and watching porn, imagining and acting out dangerous sexual fantasies, how to put objects in their anus to properly avoid a hospital 
hospital trip, masturbating in front of other children, cutting off healthy body parts, sex change resources, encourages sending nude pictures to strangers and meeting up with those online strangers for what's called tricks or sex, locating and accessing bathhouses, underground sex clubs, and dungeons and lairs, child-adult sexual relationships, same-sex incest for cousins, and copious amounts of boy-on-boy, girl-on-girl, and trans-sex demonstrations. Publishers, authors, and disclaimers have released themselves from liability and any adverse effects of harm or injury that result from children applying the information in these books y'all condone. The trauma is scientifically proven for children who are exposed to explicit content while their brains are still developing, resulting in sexual trauma, sexually abusing others, severe drug addictions, compulsive sexual behavior, suicide, and more. Due to lack of action, mayor, city council, city manager, city secretary, library board, and library staff, y'all have made it abundantly clear that you do not care if our kids are victims of the dangerous attack on our children's mental health, sexual health, and have continued to subject them to this harmful content. Rather, you appear to be in favor of it unless you act. Mayor, you walked back a campaign promise from April 18th. I have you on video during a mayoral candidate debate guaranteeing the removal of inappropriate books, claiming... You said, I have no idea these were here. That's inappropriate. I'm going to get with the city manager. Four months later in July, you sit here, sir, and say it's not your job to pick, pull, or put books on the library shelf. But I have news for you. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's in the bylaws. And the fact that anybody would come up and argue that these books are appropriate for children in defending them, it's disturbing, harmful, concerning, shocking, and appalling. We want... The American Library Association, we went out of that. And I'm calling for the removal of our city manager and ask for a replacement that has moral dignity. This is encouraging children to stick objects in their buttholes. It says it's an erogenous zone for touching and penetrating. This suggests masturbating in front of people in public. This talks about going in front of an oncoming train and sticking a screwdriver in an outlet. You think I'm making this up? I've got receipts. This talks about you can buy, sell, or trade sex for things. You don't have to do it in private. Sick, gross, painful, scary. There's no legitimate moral, spiritual, or physical reason you shouldn't have great sex if that's what you want in the children's section. And they're grooming children for that content in the early readers and juvenile as well so that by the time they get to that point, they're used to it. This is a problem and you brought both have to change it. Quit acting like it's not your problem. We elected y'all to represent us. And I appreciate the, the support from the people that are here today. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said that. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. Joey Lynn Massaros. Holy cow, you just dropped bombs in that speech. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. I only had five minutes. I actually had more to say and didn't have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought it in for a good landing. Good ending quote. That's one of our favorite quotes here at Flyover. Um, ladies and gentlemen, obviously you just heard a lot of disturbing things. Uh, it's hard to picture this in your head that this is going on. 
Um, you know, for me specifically, I, I obviously I'm the guest host this week while my, my parents are not here. And, uh, I saw this video on Facebook last week. And as I was watching it, um, I saw the pictures that were related. We're going to go through some of those today. Again, forewarning. I know I, I said this earlier, but again, warning, uh, if you have young kids in the, in the car or anybody watching this, just be warned. These should not be viewed by children. That is the whole point of this video. Um, but I've known about this stuff in the libraries. I've known this is going on in the libraries. My wife is aware of this stuff, but I have a three and a half year old that we do take to the library, that there's story hours that are really fun. And we're, we're engaged with that. My wife is engaged in that. We want our kids to grow up avid readers. My parents always said readers are leaders. And we were very avid readers my whole childhood growing up. And you'd think the library is a safe place. We are now becoming more aware it's not a safe place. Um, but some of the things you're talking about, you, you actually viewed these things yourself at the New Braunfels, Texas, Texas, you ladies and gentlemen, this is not some crazy, you know, state. This is Texas. You view this at the Texas library. How did you come upon these video, these books? Yeah. Not only is it in Texas, but it's in Comal County, which is the largest red voter turnout in Texas. We're 76% conservative and we're seeing that this is happening more in red areas than blue areas. It is an attack on our children by design. Uh, We started kind of hearing about this over the summer in June with Pride Month. There was a pride display set out for the children and moms were kind of like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? We got into the library and started flipping through the books and were shocked. You know, you think you hear LGBTQ content in the children's section, you maybe imagine a rainbow flag or a Mm -hmm. character that identifies, you know, as a gay character. You are not prepared for sexually explicit and pornographic content along with just vulgar content in general from language to topics and subject matter it is traumatizing to absorb the information as an adult i can't imagine a child that's brain isn't developed stumbling onto this and not having the skills or tools or resources to process what they're looking at and this is in the children's section of a public school a public library not public school public library Mm -hmm. it's shocking and behind closed doors in a section that says teens and, you know, youth only library staff reserves the right to remove adults from this section. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. This is insane. And so I, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I I know I said earlier, you know, warning and all this, obviously we're putting pictures here. I'm going to blur some of this out, you know, for the other sections, I'll put the link down below of where you can see anything on here, but this is something people need to be aware of. Um, Mm -hmm more than aware of we need to do something about this yes. when i first saw this last week i was i was so angry i literally saw spots and uh and I, I was already aware i'd already seen some stuff you know we'd obviously had the iowa mama bears on here before and they've gone through yes. some of this, the information on here before um i didn't know it gone to this degree that nobody should be looking at this this is not viewable material let alone in a children's book uh Book section. So, okay, how do parents find this stuff? Okay, they go to the library. Yeah. Like, like, mm-hmm. what, what do you look question. for? Right, because I would encourage parents to do that. Go to your local library. And you know what? If you ask library staff, hey, where is your LGBTQ plus section for kids? They're going to be thrilled to tell you exactly where it is. That is like their agenda. So you can easily find it by asking them to direct you to it. But I would encourage you to spend some time sifting because in the children, the young children section, it's categorized typically by author's last name. So there's not going to be one specific category section. where you can sit down and find them they're confettied in to the entire you know library um and which is probably children, their goal their goal I is agree. to be shocking they want like I agree. like this is part of the mission you know joey you and i were talking before and i'm sorry to interrupt you you and i were talking before we got on here like as parents you're a parent i'm yes. a parent i'm already aware 
of the onslaught that's coming against our children. Like the technological, like we have internet, we have Google, we have more access to our kids stumbling on things than we've ever had before. But you wouldn't think there's an intentional effort to come after the children as well. And that's what we're seeing here with this. It's confetti. Their goal is to shock. And it, and intentional is the word, you know, as we're complaining about, you know, the 70 books that I checked out and have been going through with other parent volunteers, the library staff has ordered new books just in the couple of months that we've had these at home. So when we Mm. go back to the library, there's a section that has new tags on the spines, like recommended reads. And they're all, if it's not this, this agenda, it's critical race theory, DEI, BLM, assisted suicide, the topics are dark and reaching and they're creating a civil unrest in our children and then providing some sort of dysfunctional uh, remedy. So they're creating a problem and ushering in a a problematic remedy. And you can see that it's an agenda. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, the older children's books are typically categorized by an LGBTQ category. So you can find usually young reader, uh, juvenile, but I would also encourage parents to check the biology section, the Mm. religion section, because I'm finding them uh, in these areas as well. There's one book that we pulled called Queerfully and Wonderfully Made, which is authored by a man trans to female. Mm. And he assists with writing legislation in Michigan, I believe, to uh, for pro-pedophilia, to reduce any kind of sentencing for adult-child relationships. And he is authoring a book geared towards children, Christian queer children, telling them that Christian families are the problem and basically how to navigate this lifestyle around your parents, pastor, and church family, uh, accessing sex shops, sex toys, and how to have sex so on and so forth. So this is kind of what we're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is very intentional. It's beyond grooming. It's, it's, it's the shock factor. They're trying to shock and trying to traumatize and trying to misalign and then, and then driving in the wedge, like you were saying, like, Hey, no parents allowed in this section. I mean, that's, that's about as egregious as you're going to get. So I, I, I know we're, this is such a fast segment. I'm not used to hosting, so this is fast. <laughs> this goes so fast. I wish I could have like a six-hour conversation with you about this, and we probably will. Uh, yeah. But as I'm listening to this, okay, like you talked about, the librarians would probably be willing to guide you back to where you know these books mm-hmm. are. So obviously, that's part that's part of the problem. Our, our public school library, and and don't just go and harass these people, but like. Like genu- genuinely, that that seems to be an issue. We hear that coming up a lot that the librarians are part of the issue here. But who who is doing this? Who is part of this? Or who has the power to get rid of this? Like you kept calling out the mayor, yeah. the city council. Do they have right. the power to get these books out of the right. library? These are good questions. The mayor does. He is able, as the mayor over all all the municipalities, being within the city that he governs essentially, he has the authority to act on it and to make Mm. an executive order. He is unwilling to do it. He walked back a campaign promise that he's capable of doing. The city manager is directly over the library. I don't know that all cities are set up that way. Our city is, and I feel like that's probably standard, uh, as well as the city secretary. And then our library is under the ALA, the American Library Association, which if you go to their website, it takes two seconds to figure out they're a problem. Uh, And they're the ones that are encouraging kids to read these banned books that parents are trying to protect their children from, giving them out free copies and so on and so forth. And they they hide that stuff. They hide that stuff as saying like, oh, 1984, To Kill a Mockingbird. These are the banned books. They do. They do. And they're acting like these books are being banned because they have LGBTQ representation. They're completely skimming over the fact that they're sexually explicit, harmful, pornographic, so on and so forth. And so I would say you got to attack this from multiple angles. It takes 
it takes multiple people to work together. You got to mm-hmm. get other parents and other concerned citizens involved. You need to put pressure on city council because they are capable. They're the ones you elected to be your voice. Our city okay. council elects the library board. Our library board has seven spots, three openings, and the only person running right now for library board is the leader of a uh, local Riverside Pride, which is from California chapter here. So this far left liberal who has counter protests against us trying to advocate for removing these books from the children's library. The president of that club is running for this spot on the library board. So parents are going to have to get real uncomfortable, step up and run for these positions. Come on. Run for city council. They're going to have to put pressure on city council and the people they elected. If the people they elected aren't doing their job, they're going to have to block walk and get seven, you know, however many signatures they need to petition to remove that person and get somebody else in. We have to start working and we have to start making people look at and acknowledge the problem. People don't want to look at this difficult and uncomfortable topic it's time to pony up it's time to do the work like i love like you you didn't just hear this and start saying something you went to the library you got these books you took the screenshots you you brought them to the city council and laid them down in front of them and i think conservatives for a long time have been like hey they bring that kind of diligence to their work they they run great businesses Mm -hmm. they have the hvac business and they have you know they're the realtor they got this and that's awesome and i love that and i'm thankful that we're the the party that works really hard but at the Mm -hmm. same time we're leaving these vacancies big open vacancies, especially in the libraries, especially on the school boards, especially on the city councils, because it doesn't sound like, hey, I'm going to run for president. I'm going to run for senator. I'm going to run for something that matters. Well, this really matters. Rubber hits the road when your kids are looking at these books, and we have got to put a stop to this. And Joey Lim, when we first started our show, we said, conservative movement is looking at Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. We're looking for the savior. We're looking for the savior. What we need is 80 million people like you, Joey Lim, that are stepping up, that are showing up at their library, that are going through the books, that are really reading these things, bringing them to the school board, bringing them to the city council, bringing them to these meetings and saying no and holding these people accountable for their job and then running for those jobs and taking those jobs. That's it. That's the way to do it. Because right now the the process is, oh, we'll fill out a grievance form with the library and the board will review it to see if they'd like to move the books. Well, guess what? The board is stacked and we're not getting anywhere. So it has to change. And so Amen. I'm currently reading books that I'm going to be reading to city council tonight as we go back Come on. on their heels and make them listen to what they don't want to hear. They cover their screens, cover their ears. Well, our kids have to look at it. So, so do you. Come on. I love that. <laughs> That's so good. Yes. All right. Well, yes. in our last like minute here, freespeechdefender.com. We very first heard your story. We've talked about your story. We've shown your story on here. And we'll play a video after this if you've not heard of Joey Lynn before. Um, but Joey Lynn, just give us like a, a, the 60 second. Who are you and why? <laughs> why did you put yourself in a position now that you can come before the school board and lay it down with such confidence? Yes, sir. Thank you. So my husband and I are a Texas couple that is getting sued by Biden's White House officials under the Ku Klux Klan law for exercising free speech in support of President Trump in 2020. We blue Trump flags next to the Biden bus. Once Biden became, you know, so-called president, then his administration is essentially suing us in federal court for exercising free speech that they said gave them emotional trauma. What we're seeing here is an attack on free speech. We deserve to exist with a difference of opinion. And so what originally felt like an attack on our family has been one of God's greatest gifts to give us a voice and a passion to speak up and speak out to defend our constitutional rights and those that are lesser or weaker that can't necessarily speak up for themselves. So where they tried to squash us, God God made us stronger, and we will not stop fighting for what's right. Amen. Guys, check out Joey Lynn Massaro's story right now. My name is Joey Lynn Massaros. I'm a stay-at-home mom in New Braunfels, Texas. My husband, Robert, is a plumber. Just like many Americans, we enjoy exercising our constitutional rights, especially our First Amendment right to exercise free speech. You might remember in 2020 during early election when the Biden-Harris campaign bus drove through New Braunfels, Texas. 
There was a viral video of a Trump train driving alongside of them, and we were proud to show our support for President Trump. Eight months later, we found out that we were getting sued in federal court under the Ku Klux Klan law of 1871. Triggered Democrat politicians, Biden-Harris campaign staff, and members of the White House cabinet were on the bus and are claiming they're traumatized from our presence next to them and suing us for emotional compensation. They claim we premeditated assault with a plan to ambush the bus and run it off the road, but that never happened. These malicious and frivolous lies are costing our family hundreds of thousands of dollars in the federal court system. We need your help to fight back to defend free speech, not just for our family, but for all Americans. We believe God has called us to this opportunity as a chance to stand up and defend free speech for all Americans, whether we agree or not. So rather than believe that we're being picked on by these Democrats that are suing us in federal court, we see this as a great opportunity to stand up and defend free speech. But we need your help. It takes a lot of money to do this. We have already cashed out our 401k, our savings account, and our child's future fund just so that we can defend our family's name. We want to be able to hold the left accountable for weaponizing the law system against average Americans, just like you. They think they picked on us, but they don't realize that we believe God chose us as an opportunity to stand up and fight for what's right. You can join our fight to defend free speech at freespeechdefender.com. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they are the only one. We are here to defend democracy. Misinformation poses a threat to our nation's health. Climate change is an emergency. Democratic socialism. Codified. Everyone's right to choose. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military, and first responding heroes. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to PatriotMobile.com forward slash flyover or call 878-PATRIOT. That's PatriotMobile.com forward slash flyover or call 878-PATRIOT. Our founding fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children, what it once was like in America when men were free. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. The, The jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. 
today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.